0: You know, I was actually supposed to do a whole podcast episode about, you know, the previous games. But man, game five of the Rockets and Warriors series came down to the wire. And oh my god, the game just ended. Rockets just beat the Warriors to take it seriously. 3-2. Three, 3-2. Two. Three, two. I am so elated right now. Welcome to the bench warmer post. I am your host, Anika Ahmed. And realistically, I don't know how long the series is gonna be up because, man, I'm just so happy right now. Uh, Jesus, man. Um, first things first: Harden's defense, help defense. The entire Rockets roster had help defense everywhere. PJ Tucker came in clutch. I don't know what else could what else I could really say. I was still scared of the Warriors making a shot, and they missed. They relied on Katie isos, and it just did not work as well as you would think. It's just a little insane the fact that everything came down to the wire, and the Warriors just did not hold on to the ball, especially when I think it was Steph who passed it to Draymond for an easy lay like, like 10 seconds left, and Draymond just couldn't get it, and it was just done it was just done oh my god that was a great game um like i said harden he the fact that this guy he was not making any of his shots you know i think he was like like 3 for like 17 or something like that the fact that he did not make any of his a lot of his shots you know he wasn't. He got some fouls. You know he does that, but the fact that he wasn't an offensive machine tonight, but he still helped out with defense, with great help defense, and just just coordinating where people go, where he could easily went in for. He went. I remember he could easily went in for a layup, a contested layup with two or three Warrior jerseys on him. He drives in kicks it back out to Eric Gordon who was wide open for a three. Eric Gordon takes that shot. Boom. Like that's what gave them the lead. That's the crunch time bucket that they needed. And man, Harden, say what you want about the guy. Say that like he's he's I guess you say he's one of the dirtiest players in terms of like hooking arms and whatnot. Say that like he he'll be a choker. Who cares? The man when he needs he plays team ball. He plays hard and the fact that the Rockets actually took this game from the Warriors, who I was so scared of, of them taking it. I I got, I, like, the Rockets, they, they really outplayed the Warriors tonight. And because they were down most of, like, the time. Yes, they were tied up and it was like a one-point game. But they really took over in the final minutes. This is what you call a playoff game. This is what you call a playoff game. Now, if someone could actually get the Cavs and Celtics series to be like this, I would be so much more grateful, but man, I don't know about that series. But really, um shout out to Chris Paul. Apparently, he has there's something bothering him with his hamstring and he and he could like get up for like a little bit in the final minutes of the game. I really hope it's not serious. I don't think it's going to be serious. He could still walk. He was limping gingerly and I just hope that he feels a lot better just so we can have this great game. Uh, when CP3... CP3 had to make... He missed almost all the his shots in the first half, but in the second half, he was on fire. That's what helped the Rockets be, like, focusing and zoned in into this game, that they still had a chance because of Chris Paul. Chris Paul, he was orchestrating the offense. He had to make some tough shots. Isolation plays... Tough shots. Even when he was unbalanced when taking a shot. He made those clutch shots. Shots I didn't think he would actually be able to take. He still made it with the defense on. With Clay guarding him. Oh man. This game was so great. I was yelling. I was jumping. I'm just so happy that the Warriors. I mean the World Warriors lost and the Rockets won it. This is a series. You could call this a series. This is what everyone expected of this Houston and Warrior series. The fact that the fact that D'Antoni is really running with this whole team, the fact that Steve Curry is a little bit shook right now, the fact that they're just relying on KD Isos and making Steph a defender most most of the plays is just insane. Because I think D'Antoni, he said that um, the reason why he's able to exploit the Warriors' defense, who is basically Steph Curry, is the weak link. He looked at Ty Lu and what he did against the uh, 2016 ver- version of the Warriors. He made Steph Curry the weak link. That's how they were able to exploit the Warriors and how they were actually able to beat them. It's I'll give credit is to Ty Lu, I would say he's an average coach. He has the help of LeBron, but he's average. But the fact that he made Steph Curry, made that adjustment to make Steph Curry play defense and make him winded it and... He, Steph Curry's not being Steph right now. He's still, he's playing. He's he, he's not playing Steph. Steph. <laughs> that doesn't make sense, but you know what I mean. I would expect Clay to go nuclear because he always doesn't want these playoff games. But he's nowhere to be found. Yeah, he makes a three here and there. His defense is great. I would I would say so. But really, he's not there. The Warriors' offensive punch is not there. And. I would say it's because the switching, the, the help defense that the Rockets have, you know, everyone's putting in the work. You got P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker, so great at getting the rebounds. <clears throat> they were battling after the rebounds. Draymond Green got, got sunned by Clint Capella. Um, this, like, the Warriors, they just looked a little lost. They don't look like themselves. They keep relying back to Katie Isos because not many people could really guard him. But kudos to Eric Gordon. Kudos to Trevor Ariza for guarding him. And, man, I really hated the fact that the Warriors got a foul because of the fact that Kevin Durant is pushing Trevor Ariza onto uh, David West. Even though even though um, Trevor Ariza's hands are old, I like out beside him, you know, not touching anyone, but you can see Katie's pushing him into David West just to get that easy foul, and they got it, even though it's clear as day that Katie's pushing him onto him, it's, it's, it's asinine, really, it's, ugh. man, Katie's a snake, he is a snake, a slithery snake, and there's like jokes right now where he's gonna join the Rockets in off season, but I highly doubt that. But man, man oh man, the Warriors, I don't know what they're gonna do. I mean, they need someone to be like on point, but it just seems like the Rockets are matching them like two games in a row, they're matching them strength by strength. They know that they can beat these Warriors. CP3 literally said that after game two's loss. No, not game two, game three's loss. My fault that. Just give, give, give us some more time. Give us, let me take the reins. DeAndre only trust these guys. They're all smart guys. They're all smart players. They know when to take the shots. They know their roles. They know how to play defense. They know how to switch. This is what they've been training for the entire year. They didn't care about any other team. They cared about beating the Warriors. Errol Morey cares about the Warriors, this, this obsession with the Warriors. And it's now helping them win these games against this so called unbeatable team. This is what basketball, the apex of basketball, is. Zach Lowe on his podcast, The Low Post, was saying that this is the apex of basketball. We're switching, your are positionless, you, you move the ball, there's, there's, everyone has complex schemes, it's so much different than what it was before, where it's man-on-man coverage, where, you know, you have five guys protecting the paint. There was not that many perimeter shots. Maybe you go for mid-range. Basketball has evolved to this apex level, too, where this playoff game is. This playoff game is literally the apex of what basketball should be and will be. People are going to look back onto this game, this playoff series, but this game specifically. And they will remember that these are the two greatest teams in the greatest era of basketball so far, at least. Duking it out with everything they got. This is gonna go down as a historical game. This series is not far, is far from over though. I'm still here about the Warriors. <clears throat> Steve Kerr always has some type of trick up in his sleeve, you know, for offensive. Power, he has Jordan Bell. You know, he's, he's strong. Jordan Bell is strong. Kevon Looney is great with defense and uh, rebounding. He's going to probably play those guys more. David West is not really there. They need a second option, though. And yes, Curry, he, he did make some crazy, crazy lay-ins and layups. He, he I'll give him credit for credit to you, but... The three-point, the perimeter shooting is not there. That's all thanks to Houston's defense. All thanks to Houston's defense. It kind of neutralizes them, actually. And I think people are gonna start realizing, regardless if the Warriors win or lose, that they're actually beatable. The league is catching up with the Warriors. There's there's like no like excuse for that. They are getting caught up. Be it the Raptors, be it, you know, the way that LeBron has increased the three-point shooting, the league is catching up. And there's going to be a whole new dynamic. I think post-game is going to come back hard and strong with guys like DeAndre Ayton or Mo Bamba coming back into the fold and being these dominant centers. I think the post-game is going to come back. Whether it is what we're, what we're used to, you know, during the Shaq days, I'm not entirely sure. Maybe, like... It'll it'll be different. It'll be a whole new experience and I'm ready for that experience. But this where right now what we're watching where we see teams playing hard defense where everyone's switching, where everyone is trying to help on defense, everyone's playing it smart, playing it safe, drawing fouls. They're all just duking it out. This this is what I love about basketball. It this right now is the perfect time to watch basketball for a new fan. As a guy who started watching basketball during the Ben Wallace Pistons 4 games and who really started getting into it during, I guess, the Steve, not Steve Nash, Paul Gasol, Dwight Howard, and Kobe era Lakers, you know, the what-if Lakers, and as a man who really admires the 2011 Mavs run, This, right now, is a great time to be into basketball. Um, Truth be told, actually, I had like three episodes recorded before this one, you know, detailing the draft lottery and Carlton town's whole Timberwolves situation and what they should do and looking at the head coaching search, but I, I think I'll hold those off for now because... This episode is really, like, you could tell the enthusiasm in my voice. I I, I love basketball. <laughs> tell, tell Luke Walton I love basketball, because, you know, I love basketball. And that doesn't make me a Lakers fan. God, no. But I love basketball, and this game is really the one of the best games I've ever seen. It went down to the wire. You could tell that Houston actually gave a shit. The only people that really showed up in the Golden State Warriors was probably... KD, Curry, and I guess you could say Draymond because he's always sh- turned up. But really, you know, the Warriors really need to step it up. Clay somehow needs to get his offensive game like more consistent and going. Um, they have to find ways to give Steph good looks. And if not, they need to give the ball more to KD for more isos. But I don't even think that's going to work all the time because sometimes they were doubling him as well. So, um, Steve Kerr and the Warriors need to figure out something or else they're going to be eliminated. I, I really didn't think I'd be saying that. I really did not think I'd be saying that in the first uh, game of the season that, oh yeah, the Warriors might be eliminated next game. I would not, I don't think I would believe, believe myself of like saying that. Oh, this game... This game really took out a lot on me. I was scared. I was, I was, I was holding on to like my pillows. I'm holding on to my phone. I'm, like literally, like inches away from just like exploding. I, I scream. I yell. This this game was fantastic. And I believe that everyone should just rewatch this game if you ever recorded or whatnot, or rewatch the re one that like, twelve record that or something like or something. Because this game, the second half of it, at least, it's, it's, I guess, it's what you want in basketball. I'll just leave it at that. It's what you want. But I'll leave you guys with a short episode. You know, I know they're all pretty long, but stay tuned for more. Root for the Rockets, I hope. If not, then I think you're just a Warriors bandwagon fan. But if you're a Celtics or a Cavs fan, that's fine. I'm hoping you're Celtics this time. No, I'm a, I always want new kings of the East and West. No more dynasties. No more of the same old teams. But, yeah. This is Anika Med from the Benchwarmer Post. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Because... I hope you guys enjoy this playoff series. I hope you guys enjoy the game. This is me signing off. Peace.